everyone. This is Pastor Ryan, and this is our podcast. Welcome to Live Alive Church, and I just want to thank you for listening in. I hope this message encourages you, strengthens your faith, and causes you to keep pressing forward for who God has called you to be and created you to be. God bless. Hey, it's Resurrection Sunday. I'm excited for the word that God has laid on my heart. If you have your Bibles, I want to go ahead and jump into the word of God. The the message that God has given me is one step ahead. One step ahead. Listen, it comes out of Matthew chapter 28, starting in verse 1. Let's read the Bible. It says, After the Sabbath at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified past tense he is not there he has risen present tense just as he said come and see the place where he lay then go quickly and tell his disciples he has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into galilee there you will see him now i have told you so the women hurried away from the tomb afraid yet filled with joy and ran to tell his disciples suddenly jesus met them Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see him. Let's pray. Father, I thank you, Lord, for your word. God, I thank you for this day, Resurrection Sunday. It's a day we get to worship you and honor you and glorify you as our King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Father, I pray that you would bless this word that I'm about to speak and it would touch the hearts and lives of your people listening. Father, I pray, have your way during this message. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, the Lord gave me this title, One Step Ahead, because he brought to my mind about how, you know, this past Christmas, my wife and I bought both of our little boys two electric John Deere Gators. Uh, I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. Levi is my oldest one, and Liam is our youngest one. Levi, he's at the age now where he drives the Gator, and he can pretty much go as he pleases and do what he wants without you know, running into something or hurting himself. But Liam, on the other hand, I have to be a little careful with him because you know he's, he's, he's a little reckless, and he's, he's going to be my reckless one. And, uh, you know, he's starting to get the hang of it and turning the wheel and, you know, navigating kind of okay. But, you know, there's oftentimes, you know, I have to stay one step ahead of him, in front of him from, you know, because there's sometimes he's not paying attention or looking forward to where he's going. So I have to be ahead of him before he runs into a tree or runs into one of our vehicles like he did the other day. And there's also these hills that are uh, behind our house that, you know, there's some that are real steep and I'm afraid that if I'm not paying attention that, and if he's not paying attention, that he's going to go down one of those hills and flip and potentially severely hurt himself. 
And uh, so I always have to stay one step ahead of him to help him when he's not paying attention to turn his wheel so he's not running into a tree or running down the hill and, and flipping the gator or running into one of our vehicles and denting it. And I want you to know that that's the exact same thing that God does in our lives. He's always one step ahead. He's always one step ahead from us potentially running into something that we should never run into, running into a relationship that we should never run into, doing something that we should should never do, or, or hurting somebody that we should never hurt. He's always there to bring us peace. He's always there to protect us. He's always there to help us. He's always there to lead us and guide us. The Word of God says that His Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Listen to me. The, the Bible is so clear on how God is always with us, and if He is for us, who can be against us. Come on, somebody. I want you to know that Jesus is our pace setter. And let me give you an example of that in the track and field uh, industry and uh, running track. There's a term that they use, and I thought it was so fitting for Easter weekend and Resurrection Sunday because we all know it's not about a bunny and about hiding eggs and finding candy eggs and, and eating a bunch of candy. But I thought this was very fitting that the term that they actually use that they call the pace setter in a track and field race is a rabbit. They call him the rabbit. And what the rabbit is tasked with is leading the race to a certain point, doing the hard work while other runners save their energy. And then what they do is exit and then watch them finish from the sidelines. In other words, they sacrifice their own performance for the good of the group. Come on somebody. That's the same thing Jesus has done for us. He's always going before us. Setting and paving the way. For us to continue to follow after him. And he's moving the obstacles out of the way. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12. That he says that let us run the race with perseverance that's marked out for us. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith for the joy set before him. He endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of God. This person is called the rabbit, but I want you to know that Jesus is our pace setter. Don't get mistaken with the Easter bunny. No, Jesus is no Easter bunny, but he is our pace setter. He's the one who goes before us. He's the one who's making a way for us. And just like he went to the cross and he went to the tomb, it may have looked like he exited at the moment. But he rose again on the third day and he's there watching us from the sidelines and he's there rooting us and pushing us forward into the promise that God has for us. He's always one step ahead of us. He's going before us. He's here with us. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll always be with you here till the end of the ages. He said, I am with you always. Come on, somebody. I'm getting excited. Look, the Bible says that the tomb was uh, guarded by two soldiers. That, you know, there was some people that, that, that went to uh, 
Pilate and, and went to, you know, went to him and said, look, you know, we need to guard this tomb in case his disciples try to come steal him and try to take him away and say that he rose again and, and all this stuff. So Pilate said, okay, just place two soldiers there. And, uh, you know, so nobody tries to come and steal his body away. But uh, the Bible says, now it says that on the Sabbath day, the first day of the week, here comes Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, is what the Bible says, looking to go to the tomb. And when they went to the tomb to look at the tomb, they ended up getting there. And when they ended up getting there, they ended up experiencing something that they didn't expect. And so, you know, I like it how it says that Mary Magdalene was there because Mary was the one who anointed Jesus' feet. She's the one who was a sinful woman. She's the one who looked who who was looked down to by his disciples. She was the one who was looked down uh, down at by the Pharisees. She was the one who anointed Jesus' feet, and she said, I'm going to be the one that's going to go to the tomb. And God planted her name in the story to be there at the tomb to find him not there. And I want you to understand that as they got there, they came looking at the tomb where his body laid, but ended up experiencing something different. Here's the first thing I want to talk to you about today. is when you go looking for Jesus he will change your perspective. Listen to me. They went there. They, 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 they knew Jesus for three years. They heard about his signs and his, his miracles and the wonders that he performed amongst, amongst his, his earthly ministry. And, and, you know, this was a day where they were just troubled. This was a time where they were just, you know, very upset and highly upset and, you know, uh, just... You know, their, their, their Lord and their Savior had just been crucified. And, they, you know, they're going through a very hard time. They're going through a storm. They're going through, you know, a, a trial right now where, where their, their Lord is gone. They laid him in the tomb and they crucified him. And, you know, and, and, but they ended up, the Bible says, they went to look at the tomb. And when they got there... They ended up experiencing something different because Jesus will always change your perspective. Listen to me. They went to go look for Jesus, but he wasn't there. I believe that there's some things in your life that, you know, that is going wrong today. There's some things in your life that you're experiencing, some storms, some trials, some situations, some hardships that you've gone through in the past, some things that your heart hasn't healed from because there's been people who betrayed you. And there's people that hurt you and there's people who did wrong to you and you're still harboring these things in your heart. But I want you to understand that when you go searching for Jesus, when you go look for Jesus, just like Mary, uh, the, the both Marys did and they didn't find him there. The Bible says that he wasn't there, that an angel came down and told him, uh, told them, they said, he is not here. He has risen. I know that you came looking for him, but he is not here. Listen to me. When you go looking for Jesus and when you go searching for him and you begin praying to him and you begin following him, he will change your perspective. When you continue to, to search after him and you continue
continue to pray after him about the situations and things that you're going through and the trials that you've been through and the storms that you're facing and the difficulty and the opposition and the adversity that you may be going through. I'm here to tell you that you may be going through that right now, but when you go looking unto Jesus, he will change your perspective. You will go looking for him and when you search for him, the Bible says you will find him, but he will also change your perspective. Anything that you're going through, he will change that situation around. He will turn that situation around for the good. Doesn't matter what you face or what you're going through, going through in your life right now. God will change your perspective. He will give you new eyes to see. He will give you new ears to hear. He will give you victory. He will give you strength when you need it. The Bible says that when you are weak, he is made strong. I don't care what it is that you may be facing today, but just like Mary and uh, both Marys went to go look for the tomb, I guarantee they started walking to the tomb with their head, he, their heads held down, and their and their faith was probably not even there anymore. And they started having uh, uncertainty, and they started having all these feelings, and started feeling all these types of. Uh, 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 feelings of, of hurt and pain that was going on but they went there looking for Jesus and they ended up experiencing that he wasn't there because he had risen from the dead. Listen to me I want to speak that into your life today and want you to know that when you, you can be just like Mary and them going to look and going searching for Jesus and you can end up going to look for one thing and then all of a sudden and you can experience another thing and because the Bible says that the angel said that he has risen. I don't know what it is that you have dead in your life. I don't know what it is that you have in your life that needs to be resurrected. Maybe you don't have joy. Maybe you've lost your joy. Maybe you've lost happiness. Maybe you've lost peace in your life. But I want you to know that God can resurrect that thing back to life because he is risen. The Bible says that the Jesus who was crucified, past tense, is now risen, present tense. Listen, I don't know what it is you're going through in the past or what you've been through in the past, but I want you to know that if you align your situation up with the present risen Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, He will resurrect everything in your life. It doesn't matter what it is and what you're going through. He can give you joy. He can give you peace. He can give you life more abundantly. The Bible says that the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy, but he came to give you life and life more abundantly. Listen, he came to change your perspective this Easter. He came to change your perspective this Resurrection Sunday. He came to change your perspective. Though it may look like one situation right now, God says it's going to be another. It might look like it's going to not change right now. It may look like there is no way right now, but I'm going to tell you, I'm one step ahead of you. I'm already on the other side. I'm already making away when it seems like there is no way. I've already got your healing. I've already got your deliverance here waiting for you. I already got peace here waiting for you. I just need you to come searching after me. Come looking after me because I'm not dead. I am alive. Listen, the Bible says in 2 Kings chapter 6 that Elijah and Elisha the Bible says that there was an army that was surrounding them. But Elijah said to Elisha, he said, he said, listen, those that are with us are greater than those who are against us right now. And the Bible says that Elijah prayed for Elisha and said, God, would you open up his eyes 
to see that you are with us. And the Bible says that when Elisha opened his eyes, he looked to the hills and he saw the hills filled with horses and chariots of fire because God was already there with them the whole time. It may look like right now you're surrounded. It may look like there's things that are coming against you. It may look like the enemy has taken things from you and stole things from you and he stole your joy he stole your peace he he stole your happiness and you don't even know how to live anymore you don't even have the freedom anymore to to continue to move forward and you may not even know who you are anymore who you're even purposed to be or called to be you may not even know who your identity is but i want to tell you today that the enemy may be surrounding you but those who are with you are more than who is against you because God is always one step ahead. He's surrounding you. He's changing your perspective. See what happened was is Elijah prayed that God would open up Elisha's eyes in other words, he said, I need you to see, I need you to change his perspective so he can see that you are with us. Listen to me, it may not seem like God is with you right now, but he is with you. He's surrounding you. He's protecting you. He's making a way when it seems like there is no way. He is right there by your side. He's never left you nor forsook you. Look, the Bible says that he is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. It doesn't matter what you face or what you're going through. He is there with you. They went looking to the tomb, but they found it empty and they ended up experiencing something different than what they went to go look for. And that's the exact same thing God can do in your life. There's things in your life that you feel that you feel like you're going through. There's trouble. There's turmoil in your heart. There's there's this unsettledness in your heart where you feel pain and you, you maybe you have anxiety maybe you feel like you don't have peace at night maybe you feel like you're going through a struggle but I guarantee you if you search for him the Bible says that those that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him listen to me I want you to seek him I want you to go looking after him and I guarantee you the situation you may be going through right now may be painful but when you go searching for him he'll show you your purpose he'll show you who you're destined to be he'll show you the promises that are available for you because his promises are yes and amen come on somebody give him some glory listen not only did they go looking for him that was the first thing was perspective but the second thing is the the angel told him told them to go quickly and tell his disciples he has risen from the dead and he has gone ahead of you and to Galilee. Now listen to me. This is where I wanted to get. This is where the title of my message has come into play. He's one step ahead. Listen, he's one step ahead. The Bible says he has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Look, they went there to see his grave. They went there to see his tomb where he was still laid in the tomb. But listen to me. He was already raised from the dead. He wasn't even there anymore. He already left that death place. Because the Bible says, death, where is thy sting? Grave, where is thy victory? Listen, there's nothing that can hold down our risen Savior and our risen King. 
He is almighty. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is all powerful and all knowing. And he will be there for you whenever you're going through any certain difficulty or any certain situations that you may be facing in your life. He will always be going ahead of you, preparing a way for you. And the second thing is I want to talk about is the angel told them to go quickly and tell his disciples. And they ended up going and quickly hurrying to follow after Jesus who went ahead of them. So in other words, when you expect one thing, you end up and end up experiencing another, it will cause you to pursue him. Come on, somebody. When you expect one thing and end up experiencing another thing, it will cause you to pursue him. Listen to me. I don't know what you've been facing, but maybe you've been, uh, you, maybe you've expected something to happen in your life and it hasn't happened yet. Listen to me. But I, I can tell you, if you pursue after Jesus, you will experience something you've never experienced before. The Bible says he went ahead of them into Galilee. He went ahead of them. Jesus is always one step ahead. The Bible says in John chapter 4 that Jesus said, I must go through Samaria. He said, I must go through Samaria. I must go through Samaria. And the Bible says that he sat down weary on a well. Listen to me. He knew what he was doing. He knew who he was meeting there. He had an appointment. He had an appointment with a woman who was from Samaria. And the woman who had five five husbands and how Jesus called her out on each and every one of them but at the end of the story the bible says that 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 she that God delivered her from what she was going through and gave her peace and healed her from what she was from, from what she was going through and she went back to Samaria and told every, everybody about what Jesus had done in her life but listen to me, he was one step ahead, she went there expecting to get one thing but ended up leaving experiencing freedom, experiencing deliverance, experiencing healing experiencing hope in her life experiencing the hope of the power of God that can dwell in each and every person and every believer that there is. Listen to me. He is always one step ahead, somebody. He is always one step ahead. He's always there making a way. He's always there for healing in your life. He's always there for victory in your life. He's always there for freedom in your life. Listen, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. He is always one step ahead. Come on, somebody. Just just like in the book of Exodus, when Moses was called to be used by God to pull the children of Israel out of Egypt, the Bible says that God used the staff that was in his hand and every miracle that he performed was through that staff. But God was always one step ahead of them. He was always one step ahead with the miracles that he was performing. And God had a plan. He had a plan in mind to get them from the situation, the painful situation that were that they were in into the promise that he called them to. And when he got to the when they when they all got to the the, the Red Sea and the uh Pharaoh and the and, and and all of them were chasing after him and his soldiers. The Bible says that Moses parted 
the Red Sea, that God parted the Red Sea by using Moses' staff and they walked through on dry ground and they got to the other side. The reason why they got to, uh, to the Red Sea is because God was one step ahead. He already knew how he was going to swallow up the enemies that were chasing and pursuing after the children of Israel. And that's exactly what God will do in your life. He will always be one step ahead making a way to destroy the enemy in your life. Look, God is so one step ahead that in the garden of Eden when when Adam and Eve were in the garden of Eden and they and, and Eve ate of the tree that they shouldn't eat from and the Bible says that now sin had entered into the world the Bible says that what what God had already had planned was that the that the seed of a woman would would bruise his heel and crush the serpent's head Come on. And it would other words, it was it was a foreknowledge. It was a prophecy of God saying, I'm already one step ahead of this. I already have a plan on how I'm going to redeem mankind. In other words, what he said is that when Jesus was on the cross and they nailed his feet to the cross and they nailed his hands to the cross. In other words, that's when Jesus was going to crush Satan's head and through the redemption plan of God and how he was one step ahead and said, you know what? I, I'm going to have to send my son Jesus Christ as the ultimate sacrifice to be the only one in true atonement, to be the be the lamb that would be slain from the foundations of the earth to shed his blood all for mankind so that way he that we could be reconciled back to the Father to be an eternity with him forevermore. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. God was one step ahead of us all along. He's always going to be one step ahead of us. He's always going to be, be one step ahead, making a way when it seems like there is no way. And I like it at the end of the story, how, how Jesus, all of a sudden, he says, greetings. Like nothing ever happened. <laughs> Isn't that something? It seems like Jesus always comes through when you know, right on time. The Bible says that they ran to Jesus. They ran and clasped his feet. And he says, greetings. Like nothing ever went wrong. Listen to me, because nothing scares your God. There's nothing that can defeat your God. Jesus is the ultimate king of kings and lord of lords. He is the ultimate warrior and nothing can hold him down. Nothing can beat him down. He is almighty. Listen to me. This is the third thing I want to talk about. The second thing was he will change your perspective and he will also cause you to pursue after him when you experience his glory and his power in your life. This, the third thing is, is that I want to talk to you about as he told them to do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. He says to them, don't be afraid. And the third thing is I want to talk to you about today is that when you go looking for him, is that he will give you peace in your life. He will give you peace. Listen to me. Just like Mary, the, both, both of the Marys went to go look at the tomb and saw that Jesus wasn't there. They were filled with fear. They were, they were afraid and they were feeling all kinds of feelings all at one time. And maybe you're feeling that way today. Maybe you don't understand 
you know, maybe you're uncertain of, of who you are and, and, and what you're going through in your life and where you want to be at in life. But I want you to understand that when you go looking and searching after Jesus, that he will give you peace. He will give you peace in the midst of the storm. He will give you peace in the midst of opposition. He will give you peace in adversity. He will give you peace when you feel like you're betrayed. He will give you peace when it feels like those who who uh, have let you down, have hurt you. He will give you peace in any moment, in any situation in your life. The Bible says that the disciples were in the middle of a storm, in the middle of a storm, and Jesus came walking on the water and told the wind and the waves, peace be still. Listen to me. Mary and them were going through a situation in the Bible. And at that time that they felt like they were going through a situational storm. But I want you to understand that, listen, in that storm, God can give you peace. Listen, he says, I have told you these things so that in me you have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Listen, he is an overcomer. We can overcome because of the blood of the lamb. Listen to me. I don't know what it is you're going through, but just like both of the Marys went looking for Jesus and didn't find him there and didn't see him there because he was resurrected and because he had risen from the grave. Listen, I want you to understand that when you go looking for Jesus and when you go chasing after Jesus and when you go pursuing after Jesus and you're hungry for him and you're on fire for him, he will change your perspective and he will change every situation around you for the good. The Bible says that all things work together for the good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose listen to me it doesn't matter what you're facing today what you're going through today i want you to know that you need to go looking for jesus listen to me he's no easter bunny but he is our deliverer he is our healer he is our joy he is our peace he is our healing listen to me just like the 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 pace setter just like the rabbit terminology jesus is going before us he's making a way when it seems like there is no way he's making it happen he's making the situation new he's making all things new in your life and it's up to you today listen he was on the cross and he chose you in that situation. Maybe today you should choose him for who he is. The Bible says that when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane getting ready to be betrayed by Judas Iscariot by a kiss, and all of a sudden the, the, the chief priests and the soldiers came there and and. They ended up breaking out in a fight. And you know, Peter, he ended up slicing off one of the chief priests, uh, one, of, one of his servants, one of his ear. And Jesus put his ear back. And he said, why are you coming to me with all these swords and clubs? He said, don't you know that I could call on my father and he could send me 12 legion of, legions of angels right now? And in other words, what he was saying is, is that in this moment, I could choose I could choose right now to get my father to dispatch me some angels to end this whole thing right now and to destroy everything. But he said, you know what? My mind is on you because I chose you. And the pain that I'm about to endure is greater. And my, well, my love for you, I'm sorry, is greater than the, love, than the pain that I'm about to endure right now. I want you to know that his love ran red for you on the cross. His love poured out on the cross. 
He took our place. It should have been us on the cross. It should have been us there. It should have been us there. You know, with our arms stretched wide, it should have been us there. But Jesus said, listen, let me bear the pain. Let me bear your shame. Let me do this so that way I can redeem you. So that way I can reconcile this us back to the Father so we can have eternal life again. Listen, he chose you. Will you choose him today? I want to give you a moment. If you've not given your heart to Jesus Christ, I want to ask you, would you choose him? He chose you. Will you choose him this weekend? Will you choose him on Resurrection Sunday? Will you choose him today? Will today be your day that when you go looking for him, he'll change your perspective? That when he changes the situations around you, that will you pursue him? And when you go looking for him, he will give you peace. I'm telling you, God will do amazing and great things in your life. He will if you not everything is, is cotton candy and rainbows when we follow God. But the, the great thing about it is, is the great thing about Christianity is, is he says that you're that you're going to certainly go through things in this life. But the great thing about it is, is that I'm going to be with you through it all. And I want to give you a chance to give your life to Jesus Christ today. And if you can just repeat after me. And if you repeat this message after me, I want you to type in the comments that you gave your heart to the Lord. And just repeat this after me. Heavenly Father, I admit that I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. Today I choose to believe in you and in your redemptive plan and believe in the cross and how you shed your blood on Calvary for the forgiveness of my sins. Today, I confess that I'm a sinner and I ask that you would forgive me of my sins today. Father, I pray that you would wash them clean, renew a right spirit within me, make me a new creation today, Lord. And I ask Holy Spirit that you would come in and invade and then take over. And lead me and guide me into all truth. So that way I could be a new creation and a new person. In Jesus name. Amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer, I want you to type in the comments that you gave your heart to Jesus Christ today. Listen to me. He is our pace setter. He is our pioneer. He is our perfecter. He is our king and he is our Lord. And I guarantee you, if you go looking for him today, just like the Marys did in this scripture, that he will give you a new perspective. That he will give you a pursuit and a hunger after him like never before. And that he will give you peace in any situation that you're going through in your life. Listen to me. I believe and I trust God will make all things new in your life today. Will you accept his gift? I pray that during this Resurrection Sunday that you will be blessed. And God, that you will cause your face to shine upon them. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.